He was a true legend and the prime definition of an icon, but now he's gone. The world has lost Roddy Roddy Piper, and this loss will have a ripple effect through every form of media, as he was a legend in every form of entertainment. As we gather our thoughts, our thoughts and prayers are going out to everyone that has been impacted in their lives by the hot rod. When I was younger, I hated you, and that was your job as a heel. When I got older, I began to understand your true genius. Thank you, Roderick. Rest in peace, Icon. Alright, the end is near. Well, not the end of Nowhere, California, but the end of this feed. Don't forget, August 23rd, the feed you are listening to right now will be done. Please sign up for a new subscription, our new feed at Nowhere, California. Our old feed is Nowhere, California podcast. Our new feed will be Nowhere, California. Please subscribe and keep following us with this journey. For more information, go to NowhereCalifornia.com. This is Josh. And this is Phil. And welcome to the four-year anniversary of Nowhere, California. Yippee! Woo! Jim Yeah. Yep. Should probably throw some underlying music minus our usual music here. Yeah, maybe some little confetti little... <laughs> yeah, little party music. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Should I throw in Eddie Murphy's party all the time? Oh, gee. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's party? <laughs> and you, you never heard of Eddie Murphy's party all the time song? Oh, oh, that one, yeah, I yeah. to party all the no, time. No, 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 I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah let's... No, 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 I would prefer his boogie on the butt. Put the boogie on your butt. I've never heard that song. Oh, yeah. enough, enough of that okay, stuff so we do all the damn time on this show. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, we're ending our fourth year, jumping into our fifth year. We've yeah. been doing this for four fucking years. I know. Dude, I, I have no life. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, no, I good. think it's more second year is we have no life. It's the fourth year now, and it's like, this is actually a thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's interesting. We're, we are... I'd say about maybe 10 episodes away from episode 100. Uh, yeah, about, uh, if I'm not mistaken. We have our official site. We have NowhereCalifornia.com. Yeah. We've got so many, I'm having trouble keeping count, remember? Yeah. So, no, so I'm doing the same thing. I'm losing episodes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you are? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm losing and finding episodes. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, let's see. What else is... We, we got the site. We are shifting host sites because, honestly, this episode you're listening to now mm-hmm. is the final episode of the Podomatic stream. So, so, if you're listening to this right now, please make sure you're subscribing to the new feed. This feed you're listening to right now is Nowhere California Podcast. Yeah. Our new feed is just Nowhere California. Nowhere California? NowhereCalifornia.com. Yes. So, subscribe continue this journey with us and you've been taking this journey with us for four years now so you might as well keep doing it yeah please migrate with us it's no fun without the listeners yeah we don't want to shoot ourselves in the foot on this one but i um, really don't i know i kind of there's been those random episodes like the 80th episode i was like wow we've been we're on episode 80 and you're kind of like yeah we've done 80 before these (laughs) oh yeah yeah i just (laughs) uh that's the whole thing too like on a personal level on my side it's like I know you have your theater life and everything like that, and I've said it before, it's like this whole entity, this whole nowhere entity is such a integral part of my life. Right. That every time we do hit these milestones, I'm always like, oh, shit. <laughs> I think they're... I, I, don't, I, I don't think that they're not any less special because the thing is, this uh, these have been a wonderful outlet for me when I'm not working. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's wonderful because I'm a guy that likes to go out. I like to work. I like to do, you know, the extra stuff, and... You know, when I'm not, I need some kind of outlet. And, you know, and the last stage production I was in earlier this year, it actually got scrapped. Yeah. And I was off book. Yeah, you were schooling those people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And lo and behold, because uh, other people were either up to snuff or maybe they just were, I personally think they were just biting off more than they can chew because it was supposed to be a murder mystery. There was this guy that was, oh my god, almost like a micromanaging director, right? Yeah, oh, you told and me some horror stories about this I did tell you douche. about this guy. Yeah, this, this guy was something else. And I just said, I walked up to Stephanie and I was thinking about quitting at this time. I was already off book, but he was getting on me on every little yeah. movement. And the thing is, I had already planned out my movements. I know what I'm You're doing. You're an actor. But I have to explain to him what I'm doing. No, that's and bullshit. I, and I explained it to him, but he wasn't getting what I was doing. I'm like, but, but no, 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 no. See, I look up, you notice, I look up here and he sees the whiskey. He doesn't know that the whiskey's there. I'm looking up and I see the whiskey. Yeah, you're but not an alcoholic. But he wasn't. <laughs> but he wasn't. Comp, uh, you know, he wasn't. You know, he wasn't understanding. They it. just chose. They, 
right there, they it shows that they chose the wrong director. Yeah, it is. And like I said, he was micromanaging, and uh, they bit off more than they would chew. And as it is, I think the evidence that the show got scrapped is evidence that, yeah, you know, that, oh, and they decided to do a two-person show. Wow. So the entire cast got the chef. Oh, wow. So, um, well, they asked me if I wanted to be on board, and I... I liked the role I was because I was already off book. And yeah, you're right. I didn't, yeah, I was ready, and I wanted to do a comedy. They wanted to do um, The Lady in Black, the stage production oh, of wow. The Lady in Black, which is just only two actors in it, and it's mostly through one perspective, so I know they would probably want me to be the lead because I have a reputation of getting you know off book, but the only reason I was off book is because I enjoyed the role. Yeah, exactly. I have to enjoy the role and throw myself into it you know, and stuff like that, but... Lady in Black, I mean, not only is it a drama, I mean, things kind of have to be funny. I, I, I kind of choose comedies. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But this has been a wonderful outlet for me. I exactly. Think. Hope and I didn't get too on a tangent on that. No, but, you know. that's what we've been doing all this time. Well, I understand, yeah, but, you know... What was here is we... I, I love hearing you talk about your theater uh, experience, and then also, too, there may be a special bonus episode coming to you guys mm-hmm. within the month of August when a certain show premieres, oh. and we can talk about it, Yeah. and I can do what I'm been kind of dying to do for a little while mm-hmm. is do an uh, interview with you. Oh, nice. Yeah, and, and like scrap all the nowhere bullshit and everything and just treat it as an interview. Oh, nice. <laughs> and do a sit-down interview with you. Oh, that'll be cool. So when that happens, you'll You'll know it. Well, yeah, you'll know it because it'll be online. As you're talking about people getting shafted and everything, um, with our four-year history, we've had a lot of people that have been such an integral part of our world. Yeah. So we're going to take a little bit of time right now to... We're not going to go through everybody because there's been way too many people, but we're going to do some rapid-fire just thank yous before we lead into... I'll do a quick uh, rapid-fire. The, the important stuff. So, Phil, you go ahead and start it out. Uh, I'd like to start with our friend Matt White. Uh, as of this recording, happy belated birthday, my friend. Happy birthday. Did you moon any puppies at PetSmart? Yeah, yeah, you get... No, 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 no. Nah. Did, did you not see my post? Oh, no, I didn't. I uh, put up a gif. From the office where uh, Steve Carell's character is attack hugging somebody. Oh yeah. So I put attack birthday hug at three two and then the gif. Oh. And then I put um, happy birthday. Hope you have an awesome day. You better be doing something today, even if it's going down to PetSmart and mooning moon puppies. That's funny. I saw that Matt Bales posted. Uh, it was, he couldn't just say happy birthday because that's not Matt Bales style. Yeah. It's uh, what was it? I think it was a. Uh, Happy escape pl- uh, escape plan appreciation day or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, uh, I guess to throw to mine, all the interviews we've done, everybody that's been willing to either talk to us on the phone or oh. sit down with us. I'm going to start with this one, Heather Langenkamp. Heather Langenkamp. Thank Sat you so to much. Steve J. Palmer. Mm-hmm. Everybody that has been talking to us through the connection with October Coast uh, Agency, Clint Morris. You oh, yeah. became like a freaking saint to the show you know that mm-hmm. right sir oh yeah and uh the it, this is one of those things where we can't really name everybody but it, it, trust me if you're listening to this right now and we've, we've done an interview we've thank met you. you thank you thank so you much. so much words cannot express the gratitude that uh this guy and i you, feel yeah you took all you, the time you've given us yeah and you gave us credibility <laughs> yes and just thank you so much uh, another group of people that gave us a lot of credibility Bianca, Marshall, Matthew Morrow, um, mm-hmm. Steve uh, from my work that gave us that music. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, anybody that's given us music that they've done themselves. Yeah. Well, and Matthew Morrow, your animation is just one of the most your awesome anime, things yeah. I've ever seen in my life. The people that have taken their creative outlets and pointed them at us. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. And I guess to wrap it up, first up, we got to thank... Nick and Christina mm-hmm. for coming in, sitting in with us. Christina putting up with our shit when we're recording over there. <laughs> yes, and um, Nick for the, the the ups and downs. Even though he's got you know he's juggling life and work and that newborn, yeah, he's still finding time. He to wants to be here. So join badly. in and, and and record with us, buddy. You're a godsend. I love you. Thank yeah, you. and. The work yeah. you've done so far on uh, NoworkCalifornia.com. It's uh, beyond measure. You, it's you, just you've given me like that right fire in the ass to get my writing going again, and it's <laughs> awesome because every time you post something, I'm usually like, oh, shit, i got to post something now, too. I can't let Nick him is a wonder per- a wonderful person to have in your life if you're an artist because he's just... He's awesome. He's awesome. He's so encouraging, and he's just uh, just overall terrific. Yeah, just exactly. a terrific, uh, terrific guy. The next person, That's Monique Porter. 
for everything she's done with us. Kind of in the same vein with Christina putting up with our shit when we record over there. Yeah. Jumping into the mix. Honestly, thank you, Monique, for everything. Mm-hmm. Are we forgetting somebody? Not that I can think of. So enough of that bullshit. Um, yeah. Phil, you know what? It's not a nowhere anniversary without a certain person. I'd have to agree with you, Josh. The looks, the sexiness, the voice. Oh, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, was I supposed to say anything else? I I don't know. We really didn't write out a contract for this. Okay, I but... I think you were just supposed to wing it. Oh, okay, cool. So, so I'll get you... Well, wing away. Wing away. Well hung. Well hung. <laughs> well hung. Yes, <laughs> that's a good way to end that. Put <laughs> it there. So, Doug's here. <laughs> and I'm here. I'm not, just, I'm not just spliced in. I'm actually here. No, he's actually here. I'm physically here. here yeah. I'm here. Physically here. Before we get into the main topic, you did mention the splicing. We have not divulge this in any episodes. Oh, yeah. The April Fool's episode. The lost 1989 episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll have to get Nick's thoughts on this later, but this may be one of the last chances for a while before we get yeah. a group of us in here to talk about Yeah, I'm kind things. of fucking that up, aren't I? No, yeah. you got to do what you have to do. So living the dream! Yes! You're living the dream. You're li- living the family life. Living yeah. the family life. you got to no, do what yeah. you got to do. But back to the April Fool's episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. For those who have listened to it and have not listened to it, we posted a lost episode from 1989. Right. We'll let that sink in. Yeah. That was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> I was five. Yeah. It, it, the bigger joke was the fact that Doug wasn't there. I wasn't there. <laughs> no. It seemed like I was there. Yeah, due to my damn good editing skills. Yeah, yeah so it was very good. With modern technology, I was able to be here and there. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, for all you listeners you know uh, that we that you know right now, you know what? You know what? Doug's not here. This is just the really the I'm greatest. Really good this is the greatest <laughs> editing job ever. Okay, now I'm having an existential crisis. Am I here? Am I here? <laughs> What's going on? But am I, am I in the blanket? Am I not in the blanket? Oh, it's it's all about depending on on my view. You know, it's yeah, kind of like a certain point of view. Yeah. Uh, people... Enough of that. Uh, yeah. Let's talk. Hi, everybody. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Covered a good like house cleaning of where Doug's been and yeah. where he's been and not been. Where I have not been here. I have been everywhere else. Yes. yes. I have literally been everywhere else mm-hmm. in my mods. I I even modded from San Diego. So, but I haven't been five miles away from my house. Yeah. <laughs> but um, when. I revealed the topic that we were going to do for our anniversary episode all those months ago. Doug was like, fuck, I got to be there. Yeah, because as you guys will, I'm, I'm guessing you guys will glean from this discussion, I have a very, I guess, lazy approach. Not really lazy, but I have a weird outlook on this on this topic. Okay. Well, so it's yeah. going to be fun to discuss. Oh, well, yeah. And plus, you know me, I'm involved in all the controversial episodes. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. talking about Hollywood's obsession with reboots. Reboot. Yeah, the plague that is not that damn term. Is I right? will just go ahead and preface this discussion mm-hmm. by just stating that they are rebooting the show Reboot. <laughs> it's the They're most, rebooting Reboot? It's the most meta-fucking thing in existence. <laughs> if they're going to reboot Reboot, it, doesn't it make it an original again? Rebooting the Reboot. No, Reboot Reboot is just start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's so many freaking things. <laughs> in like you can see from the title of this episode, we have an anagram. Of rare that stands for <laughs> raging against rebooting entertainment. Right. Copyright nowhere, California. <laughs> I will sue anybody's ass that uses that, but I want to make some money off of that, so we're going to have some shirts and some stickers here fucking soon. All right, here we go. But um, yeah, we want to tackle this. We like all of us do have mixed feelings. That, like Doug just said, he is kind of meh about it. I'm kind of forwards and backwards on it. I'm kind of like me and Doug had had this conversation. There's certain points when it comes to reboots where I'm like, fuck, why? And then there's points where it's just like, you're going to do it anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, uh, I, 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 I could kind of lean on the fence sometimes. At the same time, I'm like, oh, cool. Well, I I, I like uh, revisiting some of the old stuff. After all, I like the original. What the hell? Let's revisit it. Yeah. But then, you know, I look at things like Total Recall and... Yeah. You know, and and uh, right now, I believe Vacation is getting some nasty reviews. It looks like it's funny as hell. Made 3.3 million. Yeah, it's nice. Funny. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah now that now that's that's going to be interesting when we talk about the whole definition of reboot. Yeah, I do not agree with that. That's not a reboot. That's a sequel. Yeah, it's a it's sequel. a late sequel, but very we late sequel, too, but we'll get there. Yeah, and that's the whole thing too. Lately, whenever the honestly, whenever reboot is thrown, <clears throat> I kind of get that girly and a vomit at the back of my throat oh. just because it's one of those fucking. But yeah, um, as easy as this episode could fall into us just ranting and raving about reboots because we yeah. know what we feel about it. We're going to take a look at the history of reboots because right. I want to know I want to know where the fuck reboots came from, where the origin of it and everything, where we're at right now and what the future is knowing that 
now there's so many freaking TV shows that are being rebooted now. Right. Like, l- legitimate TV shows. Not like movies being rebooted into TV shows or anything. Full House. Right. Married with Children was just announced. Yeah. Isn't uh, Ed O'Neill too busy with Modern no, Family? Everybody signed on. Because, from what it sounds like to jump, um, we'll get more into it later. Yeah. David Faustino is doing a, a reboot of Married with Children about making the pilot of the reboot. So, oh. like, Katie Seagal, Christina Applegate, and Ed O'Neill will show up in, like, bit roles, probably, but they're probably mm-hmm. going to be like, no, I'm not doing this. Oh, okay. Not doing the show. Right. Air quotes on an audio thing we've been doing all, over four years. Right, now. right, air quotes. <laughs> not doing the show. Yeah, we've been doing this over four years now. I know. Yeah. Trust me, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at that He's been there. Yeah. I've been here. I've been here since day one. But, yeah, um, that's the... From what I've read on the Married with Children reboot, that's the plan. But let's go to the past. We were just talking about it a little bit earlier. When was reboot first used? Well, yeah, according to, um, as far as I could uh, find out, I was trying to figure out what the first remake was, and most people, arguably, they say it was Godzilla. You know, it came out in 1954, and then it was remade in 1985, and everything else was like sequels, unrelated sequels from Toho or something what, like that. Wouldn't some of the Universal Monster movies be considered that, too? It, uh, it really depends on the It, it depends yeah. on what it is. I mean, I guess there's the modern things, like, is I, Frankenstein, really a remake of Frankenstein? Well, no, I'm talking about, like, how, like, there was, like, somebody playing Dracula mm-hmm. for a little while, and then they got somebody else to play Dracula. Well, well maybe that's still, I mean, that's Would still that fall under a reboot? Well, I, it's, I, what I consider a reboot and why I could agree or disagree with the Godzilla thing. A reboot is taking the exact same story, the exact same characters, and the exact same outcome mm-hmm. and just redoing it. Well, that's a but re- recasting, <clears throat> But recasting and then telling a completely different story, I mean, that's that's where you're in that weird, gray James Bond area. <laughs> and that's why every, we're here. Is every James Bond movie considered a reboot? No, it's just... A it's, continuation, and it's, it's a continuation. It's an anthology, so yeah. it, it, you know, and I'm not so everybody's going back, tracing back to Godzilla. Well, that was for remake, yeah. but reboot. Oh, re- the, sorry. Oh yeah. no, no, no. That's okay. That's four am brain. Oh no, that's no, no. That's fine. I was just telling you how I came. Two am brain running here. Yeah. No, 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 Doug. No, it was just important for me to get that out there because I wanted to know exactly how I fa- figured. Uh, Basically, where like, ironed it out because I wanted to figure out where the origin is. I found out what a remake was, and then. Reboot became kind of a term to justify what they were doing back in 2008 uh, to The Incredible Hulk. When they rebooted from Ang Lee's Hulk from 2003's Ang Lee Lee Hulk to Edward Norton's Incredible Hulk, they called that a reboot, and that was the first time it was used in the thing. They just wanted to figure out a way. It's like, well, it's not really a remake. We're not doing this, and it's been three years. I mean, no, it's only been five years since the last movie, so we got to figure out what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> but also, so you we kind of told me the definition too, which kind of lead, could lead to that period. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to tell you. Uh, I'm was shut that? Up I'm never going to tell you to shut up. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. So anyway, you know, he's like, it's like I'm not your babysitter, man. You tell yourself to shut the fuck up. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> get, in there, get in there. Tell if, yourself to shut the fuck up. If you're my babysitter, you're getting paid really horribly. <laughs> I, I, I am. That's probably why I uh, probably have the potty mouth. But anywho, uh, but the, 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 the actual <laughs> thing, the actual thing uh, yeah. was that um, it was it was justifiable to reboot it. They say reboot because it was a sh- such a short amount of time between that and the other movie. So I guess you could look at Spider-Man 3, the the transition from Spider-Man 3 to The Amazing Spider-Man as a reboot. The Tobey Maguire to Andrew Garfield. Yeah, exactly. Um, because it had not been long. We're not talking 10 or 20 or 30 years, and then we pick up again, and then you could call that a remake. Yeah. No, you got to call it a reboot because it was within a certain allotted time. So same thing with Christopher Nolan's Batman. You could say that from Chris Nolan's Batman to Ben Affleck's Batman, that's rebooted the character. Yeah. Uh, but of course, you know, comic books have been actually doing the reboots way longer long than film has. But they're classier to not call. They them. actually <laughs> were classier, but the thing is, that's actually what they have been doing. It's kind of like with 007. Re- they could easily call themselves reboots, but yeah. they're 007. They're classy. Yeah. They're just like, no, we're fucking James Bond. Well, you, you know, know, you guys want to know who did the first reboot? What's that? God. That is. He was like, flood it, start over. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, let's just hope he never reboots again. You know, it's like when <laughs> For things For a while get... there on my way to your house, 
<laughs> oh, I know. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. I know. It looks. Oh, okay. Yeah. God says, "All right, you love reboots so much. Here we go, reboot." Or no, God's like, "You guys been doing this for four years. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore." Let's. Yeah. See, between a short amount of time between yeah. the original yeah. and a new from 2001, we got to we got to we got to wash that shit away. Yeah, and so um, also too, like recently they uh, talked about rebooting Smurfs, which is an actual cartoon. Well, no, it's an actual reboot. It's in the definition of a reboot because it happened in a short right, period of time. A short it's period of time. the concepts of the live action ones and taking it into animated. Right. And that was kind of the thing that led me to wanting to do this episode too is because I read that and I had the same reaction when <clears> said <throat> reboot. I'm like, look at that. Well, that's the funny thing. And uh, I read it and I was like, oh no, wait, it is a reboot. <laughs> well, the thing is, I kind of think of it as a separate entity altogether. I mean, it's animated and it's still from Sony Studios, but they're, I don't believe they're even going to tie it to the live action at all. Yeah, they're restarting everything. Yeah, it's yeah. it's totally restarting. They're so, rebooting. Yeah. Yes, rebooting. Yeah. Uh, but um, that doesn't bother me nearly as much because, you know, you can always watch them movies, I mean, the movie is its own entity, and then you've got something that's animated. If it was another movie, if it was Smurfs, and it was live action, and it took, was told, done exclusively in that world with completely different actors, I think I would be a little more pissed, but the yeah, fact that it's animated, it kind of softens the blow for me. Yeah, because, like, Jonathan Winters' last movie was Smurfs too. Exactly. Exactly. And, um... Oh god! Yeah, hearing his voice and uh, voice just still makes yeah. me cry. Yeah, <laughs> Papa Smurf. I think for 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 me, what it really yeah. boils down to with with remakes, reboots, all of that stuff. At this point, we all know Hollywood's going to do whatever the fuck it wants to do. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. The I whole have, ideal of uh, show by not paying is like, no, they don't care. They don't care because there's this really great demographic that they that they like called uh, teenagers. <laughs> And that's really kind of who they're going for. And they'll go see whatever. Um, Not three middle-aged men in a bedroom talking on microphones. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're middle-aged now? We're about middle-aged. Well, no, I mean... No, no, no. Wouldn't that be in our 40s? Okay, hold on. We're going off subject for a second. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, we're now that, now that people are getting dying way later than they yeah. should, the median for middle age should as, as also... Should like, be late 50s so or So, like, 60s. teenagers should technically be toddlers now. I mean, they act okay. like toddlers yeah. as it is, so they should just be toddlers. Yeah. yeah. We should be more <laughs> teenagers now. Yeah, yeah. Damn right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like thinking, I, that, that went past me, too. Three middle-aged men. Yeah, I was like, I'm 30, dude. Like, yeah. I just turned 30. Yeah, and I'm only 33. I'm yeah, going to be like, turning I'm, 34, but, dude, I'm in my prime, or what people would define as prime. Okay, so since he isn't here and he, he can just listen to this and then text me, and like, what the fuck? So what does that make Nick. So what is he? What is this? Nick is three babies and a middle-aged dude? No. <laughs> okay, no, sorry. We got okay. it said three men. It said three men. We got three babies. And I love a man. Nick. Yeah, three babies and a man. Yeah, yeah. that's your remake right there, Hollywood. <laughs> you kept that nice. <laughs> three babies and a. I'm about to bash myself. If I'm a teenager, what the hell's up with all this gray in my freaking face hair? Well, that's <laughs> you know, I, I hey, dude, dude, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I do agree. That's probably stress. I get out of my current employment situation. I'll oh, probably have. Hey, like, I know a good way to get rid of that gray. On your face, just shave it, buddy. You won't. You're the one always telling me like, don't get rid of your face, Buzz. I like it. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> Anyways, back to your, your. Okay, so here's where here's where my here's where my official unofficial stances are. The the movie's gonna happen regardless of mm-hmm. if you wanted to or not. Right. The 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 thing that you have to do is you have to remember that regardless of if it's being made or if the movie exists or not, it doesn't change your love or your thought process on the original product to begin with. So any studio coming in isn't going to kick down your door, take your copy of uh, Day After Tomorrow when they reboot that, Day After Day and After Tomorrow. And set on fire. And set on fire and then somehow inception into your brain and remove all of your memories of Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's well, not, before you said uh, Day After Tomorrow, I was thinking Drop Dead Fred. Yeah, I mean, like it's not. It, they're not gonna. They're not gonna come in and inception their way into your brain. So you're. You're. It doesn't change. You are letting the reboot change your passion, and that's on you. Right. The second thing that I have the problem with with reboots is not because I'm like, oh, they shouldn't touch. You know, they shouldn't touch art or whatever. Do whatever you want. It's your property. You own it. I have the problem with that now because so much money and so much studio time is getting put into remakes and reboots and sequels and prequels and sequel prequels and whatever other video game movies starring Adam Sandler you know I'm I 
it takes away from the money that could go to the original stories. Mm -hmm. And now those are unfortunately fledgling on on demand and then the limited, you know, they'll come out direct to DVD. And that's even going away. Now you're getting this whole like order it on iTunes and then three weeks later it comes out to theaters and the major cities and then like another two months after that the DVD is out. It's like, it's a it's, weird market. It's it is. The, the movie the, the movie industry right now is in a weird, weird influx on how people are intaking the media. It'll it's, level out in a little bit. Like things are going, things are going to level out to where we're going to have a long term. I mean, home video really revolutionized the movie industry, and yeah. I think we're running into the same thing with on demand, the streaming world. Yeah, and then I think this. I think eventually we're going to run out of shit to reboot. Right. You know. So. I have no pro. It's it's much it's much like it's much like this. I don't have a problem with the reboot. Do the fucking reboot. If I'm gonna see it, I'm gonna see it. If I'm not, I'm not. I have a problem with the what's the word? The brainlessness behind it. Yeah, sort of just the easiness of it. Throwing it against the wall and hope something sticks. Yeah, because you know they'll put two hundred million dollars into this movie and tanks at the box office, and they'll just go oh. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, let's reboot Howard the Duck now. Yeah. <laughs> let's make Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, you know, it's, uh, you know what's a real interesting entity? I was just thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about the Halloween franchise. Yeah. yeah. Take a look at that. Now, <clears throat> you got Halloween 1, you got Halloween 2. Yeah. Then you've got Halloween 3, which is the just totally out of it. Season right. of the Witch is completely, it was supposed to start a whole string of films that were going to be an- anthologies. Yeah. And that, that, could, just, that could have been considered an early reboot. Too. Right, exactly. And that's what I'm getting at here. Then we go back to the basics. <coughs> Halloween 4, 5, and 6, back in the continuity, Michael Myers comes back, and then, you know, you got 4, 5, and 6, and then boom, H2O, rebooted again. This is the official sequel. We're ignoring... Four, five, and six. Four, five, and six didn't happen. This is H two O. These are the events that took place after number one. Yeah. Even actually, yeah. As a matter of fact, two, yeah, two, four, five, and six didn't happen. Yeah. So we got H two O and then Resurrection. So then you have Halloween H two O, then Halloween Resurrection, then reboot it again with Rob. Yes, Rob Zombie with Halloween and H two. Yeah. Interesting animal, isn't it? Yeah, and then we're, of course, getting a third one. Yeah, right. Which uh, I believe is, they're gunning for the Halloween next year for that one, and that's the interesting thing, too, and that actually could lead us into the present day. It could. Yeah, because, like we are talking about, we're in that influx of uh, reboot being the buzzword in Hollywood. Whenever it's not even a freaking reboot, it's still, oh, we're rebooting this. No, you're not. You're making a fucking sequel. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. I also feel that a pro- a lot of this reboot, remake talk isn't necessarily the studio's fault as much as it's the media's fault. It is. Because they'll say, like, rebooting it as... We're rebooting a Miley Cyrus song as a movie franchise. No, you're not. You're using an artistic piece to create a separate entity. Which song are they making the movie? They're not. I was literally... <laughs> using I, a different I, was, I just I want was, to see what you'd pull out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wrecking Ball 2, Wrecking, Wrecking Ralph 2, Wrecking Ball, you know? Okay. Yeah, the Reckoning, there you go. You know, which, the Reckoning. Yeah, the Reckoning, you know, but like, it's, I think the problem is, is we're getting this influx of reboots and remakes, and we're getting this huge influx of amateur journalists who don't know how to write a proper story, yeah. so as if anything had to do with this property before, it's an automatic reboot. Unlike the staff writers at NowhereCalifornia.com. Yes. <laughs> That was good. That yeah, was we're, we're, we're not going anywhere. That was a good plug. <laughs> Replace me with so, the Hemsworth, why don't you? <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it comes down to just, it's all laziness. It it's is. It's all really just, it's, it's <clears throat> laziness. And it's not due to anything, like, it's not like, oh, well, we're remaking these movies because we haven't gotten a good amount of original art in. There, I... There are thousands of screenplays in Turnaround. There are thousands... There's the a blacklist. Yeah, it just, they took it right out of my mouth. There is literally a list of movies that comes out every year that everyone was like, this would be a good movie, but we didn't decide. We decided not to make it. Why? Well, it's because we decided to make The Muppets a TV show again. Yeah. That looks kind of cool. I know. I was... <laughs> Having Animal talk about doing nudity, but it, as long as it's integral to the plot, is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that'll be in our uh, conversations about the future reboots. Uh, the rebooting TV. <laughs> 
So where do we, okay, so we're talking about present. Your present Sorry. day, yeah. But no, you're, you're, the blacklist that that is that's an episode on its own for us, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and then we unfortunately ha- we as consumers who want original art have to work for it. We have to hunt it down. We, we have, have to hunt it down. Yeah, we have to do all of these things. But you know, anybody who's just like, I just want to see the next big blockbuster movie can walk out of their door go any direction 10 miles and they'll find Adam Sandler shitting on a brick exactly known as pixels oh well uh, have you seen that yet um, honestly I enjoyed it when it was the episode of Futurama oh really oh yeah <laughs> Fair. yeah that's yeah. that's not exactly original Adam Sandler's been getting some uh, well, shit lately the, uh, like I usually don't jump on the bag wagon of bashing, but like the recent bashing on Adam uh-huh. Sandler kind of makes me think back on oh. his career and everything. It's like you're a creative dude. You've done stuff like Punch Drunk Love and all the different ones where he thought things out. Rain on me, <clears throat> Cobbler and stuff like that. It's like you can expand. I know he could just sit here listening, just going, "Well, I get made, paid freaking millions. I, I'll freaking." Fart I think that's me. probably one of the things that actually. Uh, <clears throat> frustrates so many people that he does get paid so much to do this and it's yeah. kind of like hey I don't need to be funny anymore yeah and, and it's a shame like, no, you need to <laughs> it's a shame because I actually think uh, Pixels kind of look good it had a certain feel and I was actually a little more excited about this movie than another movie uh, for a little while but uh, I'm still going to see it because Dan Aykroyd is cameoing in Pixels? Yep. Or, yeah he's oh. going to be the he's going to be the MC. Oh, that's cool. He was the 1982 MC, and I'm like, you know what? It kind of had a Ghostbuster-like feel, and just to have a Ghostbuster in there. And, uh, honestly, too, the, the like, small reason I'm going to... I really don't mean this as a pun. I really want to see it because of Peter Dinklage. Oh, Peter Dinklage? Yeah. How is oh. that a pun? How is it a pun? Small. This is a small reason. You didn't say that. Though. I said it was a small reason. Before I paused it. Oh, my God, it went over my head. It went... <laughs> like everything else, happens to Peter Dinklage. That that actually saved the joke. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but uh, back to the present day reboots mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Uh, okay, now let's all swallow our pride for a second and be fair and objective. Is there a remake within the last five years that you actually enjoyed? There has been. Okay, mm-hmm. the horror movie remakes, yeah, reboots and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Saw. Saw is one of the prime examples of a horror reboot. Because it, as soon as Jigsaw died, spoiler alert, it, that could be considered... You're supposed to put the spoiler alert first. Oh, dyslexic. <laughs> oh, no, and, and nowhere he always says it afterward. Yeah. He's been consistent. Yes. He just says, it's piece. like, oh, the boat sinks. Spoiler alert! What's really funny Sorry. is they put the explicit tag and the clean tag on iTunes. They mm-hmm. should put a spoiler tag. <laughs> they should. They really should. They yeah. should have a visual spoiler tag. That'd be... that revolutionize a lot of podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> a little... But also, visual. too, there'd be, like, probably everything would have that tag. Yeah. And you'd be like, I'm gonna listen like, to this one. It's yeah. like, even if it doesn't spoil the ending, it's just gonna spoil the movie Something. for you, period. Yeah. But, yeah. um... Horror reboots. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about... Or Halloween. Halloween. Horror movies are kind of that one entity that allows reboots to happen mm-hmm. without people going, Oh my god! Except Friday the 13th. Uh, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Those yeah, two those kind were... of fell flat, and they fell flat on and their And it was ass. the actor in Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. It really was. And not even it knocking the actor. Not... Yeah. It's... No, because no. he's a good actor. He's a no, good he's actor. a great actor. I don't think it was a good script, and I don't think... And he think... shouldn't have been such a burn victim. No. Oh, no, know. he shouldn't. I mean, he looked like melted cheese. Yeah. As he opposed like to... Lance. Yeah, he's supposed to actually look like pepperoni pizza. Yeah. I uh, know, and that's the but way he's supposed to look, but... There's so many things you can look at in horror movies and everything, but um, none of them... There's no real ones that are coming to mind where... Like a reboot was like, oh god, no! I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention a comedy remake that was actually really well. Go ahead. Which one? Death at a Funeral. Oh, that was amazing. The that Chris was Hardwick, great. The Chris Hardwick, the Chris, the Chris Rock, Rock one. Yeah, that yes, was great, and that one was good, and it was, you know. Well, it, Peter, well you want to know what saved that is the fact that Peter Dinklage was in both. Yeah. Yeah, it was such a small role. <laughs> <laughs> now, see what he did there, Josh. That was funny. Well, well, to be fair, it wasn't the pussy that knocked it out the last time. <laughs> Josh mentioned it one time. And then there was pussy strolling around. Yeah, but you want to know? Got caught off track. Well, what's really interesting is that I get distracted by Phil's pussy all the time. Peter yeah. Peter Dinklage did. Um, he did played the same character. Yeah. but he played it different. Yeah, the first in mm-hmm. the in the British version, he was a little more subdued and a well, little uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I know the, the the comedy's more uh, subtle, right? Yeah, but yet. There's this thing, and I don't know if anybody's going to pick this up, okay? But, okay, in the first one, you know, he goes, uh, he goes, well, you know, yeah, you know, it's it's very subtle when he 
brings that up, but the way he brings up yeah. uh, his tastes and stuff like that, yeah. he goes, I've done things for that man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he takes his mouth and does this, you know? Well, that's all. Yeah, I've done things for that. So it's, it's funny, and I, I actually compliment the reason that that was good is because of the two uh, differentiating performances. And if I ever met Peter Dinklage, I, wanna, I would like want to ask, what was it like coming up with the different choices for the same character? Yeah, playing in I, two different ways. Yeah. He's such an amazing actor. Oh, he is? Like, one of my all-time favorite movies of his is Station mm-hmm. 8. Mm-hmm. Independent movie flew under a lot of radars, but that was my first exposure to Peter Dinklage. Mm-hmm. And I freaking loved it. So, like, anytime I see a movie that says, oh, Peter Dinklage is in it, I'll freaking see Yeah. I eat pixels. Exactly. I mean, I'm I'm sure he's just gonna floor it. Yeah. I mean, he's an example of. I mean, you just. Yeah, I mean, you may call him a small person, but he's that's a large actor. That well, that's yeah. well, that's Very. just that's a uh, feature on him. But there's so many like actors that are unfortunately pegged mm-hmm. in roles because they're small. Right. And like his role in Elf. Right. That was supposed to be for a full size person. Really. Yeah. And he he ran he ran with that. Yeah, that he was ran funny, with it and it was freaking awesome. That was the first time I ever saw Peter Dinklage, and then when I uh, saw like his uh, work in Game of Thrones, I'm like, man, that I'm like, hey, that I was thinking, hey, that's the uh, that's the bad guy from Underdog. Oh, he's and a I'm badass. Like, yeah. Oh, in Underdog, he was good. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, it's like say what you will about the movie, but I think his performance was great. No, no Underdog. But you know, that, uh, but that's Peter Dinklage. Yeah, exactly. It's an example of how a good actor could really make a movie more fun. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I, I think that's all I can say about that. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I, think, I, like, I, I think the consensus that I, I feel that we should all come together as a group is... I don't know. I, I don't know. I had, a, I, had, I had somewhere I was going with this. You mean about the... Re- <sighs> it's... I like... I, okay. There's no point to the rage. Right, my yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Take take the amount of energy and the amount of effort and the amount of rage that you were putting into the fact that this 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 franchise or this, exists. this thing is happening and do something else with it that's creative or constructive. Take the twenty minutes that you spend ranting, you know, on the internet and and write. Take the take the keyboard time and write something. Yeah. Or record something. Do what we're doing. Just, you know, yeah. like don't sit faceless behind a screen. There's a reason why Hollywood found this foothold of being able to do remakes. It's because people started paying to go see it because people started. It, 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 there's a nostalgia effect. I mean, there's a lot of factors, but <clears throat> at the end, it's also on the shoulders of the creators to do something about it. Do your do. Uh, at the end of the day, be constructive with anything anything is good if it can be constructive so if you're pissed off the fact that you know they're remaking uh what what uh, uh i don't know anything fucking, uh they're re- okay what was well the- let's i gave this list to phil earlier i don't know if you noticed it on facebook mm-hmm. between 2014 and 2020 there's going to be over 120 different reboots okay now are they officially greenlit and they're not greenlit no no a lot of them are in production hell they're in an ether okay as long as they're in production hell probably most of them will never see however Westworld Westworld's being currently filmed Uh, that's like a TV pilot or something yeah it's going to be on stars Uh, like how you're asking like uh, some titles of recent remakes that were really good Secret Life of Walter Mitty that was my favorite movie of 2013 Um, and then also too recently I don't know why I blanked on this Mad Max Fury Road yeah, technically that is a reboot. Right, right, yeah. that is. Okay, so let's. Okay, so here we go. I found one that that's a franchise that's close to all of us. Okay, the Crow remake. Yeah, right. The reboot. Okay. The last thing it's, I heard, it's possibly not happening. Yeah, there have been a good consensus of people online who are against the Crow remake. Yeah. Instead of spending all of your time and energy raging out. And getting mad and rage quitting the fucking world and saying like I'm done with this and fuck all you guys and like uh, how dare you touch my precious thing? Take the time, find other like-minded people like you who have other creative outlets and come together and make something of it. Find an okay, you're a writer, you love the crow. Find an artist who also loves the crow. Make your own indie comic book that is the use the story you want. Yeah, use your resources and, and, and to your advantage. I think I think that's where I come down 
a lot on the re on, on the opposite side of all this because I there are certain things that I stand on the opposite side of the people on the reboot thing. I think a lot of energy is being wasted on people getting mad about reboots because the people who are extremely mad about them and the people who really get mad about them are artists. They're people saying like, why can't we just do anything? Why isn't Hollywood doing anything original? Who the fuck cares what Hollywood is doing? Do it yourself. Kickstarter is fucking around. You know, <laughs> we tried to push it. You know, Kickstarter's around. Fucking GoFundMe. Uh, uh, what's Indiegogo. Indie, thank you. I was. I, uh, I wanted to call patron. you. Patron. Yeah, all of these For things are around. Whatever that, what that thing's called. You don't need fucking Hollywood to make your shit. Do it yourself. Mm -hmm. Fuck the reboot. Fuck the remake. Who cares? Instead of taking two hours and going and seeing it and then going home and writing two hour soliloquy about why you hated it take that four with fucking hours mistakes yeah and take oh, that four geez. fucking hours Emojis. get together with your friends and make a fucking podcast make an audio book mm -hmm. make art make something stop caring what other people are making and make your own fucking shit that's there's my there's my rant stop fucking caring and make your own shit <laughs> I like that well, it's in the same vein too it was mm -hmm. 92 when uh, it was Clerks it was the indie revolution yeah. thing too where we got all yeah. the great Tarantino movies yeah, the, the start of the Reservoir Dogs, Clerks, Slacker, uh, yeah. Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels. Well, it can happen again, especially with the mediums that we have. Like uh, when we went to the Halston sign. Yeah, and I was talking to Lynch about my ups and downs with film school and everything. Yeah. He's like, Fuck "Film school? Yeah, there's YouTube, there's Kickstarter. Yeah. Go out there. You mm -hmm. want you like film? You want to make film? What are you learning? And school? speaking as a person who went to film school. The only good things I got, uh, the only good thing now in retrospect I got out of film school was the connections that I made with my friends that I made there, and just being able to touch equipment that I normally never would have touched. However, there are a million way more constructive ways to do it that would have saved you, saved me a lot of money. So just, just do it. Like I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. Unless you're not a creative person, if you're not a creative person and you don't have a story to tell, and this reboot is bothering you. Then I don't I don't know what to tell you. Your 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 your, pa your passion is in the wrong direction. I don't. Know I'm already that. looking on the bright side because um, if Crow is being rebooted, right? Yeah. Um, I'm glad for one that they're going back to the original character because I like the original character. Wicked prayer. Yeah. Well, that's what exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> it's already been ruined. Yeah. So you can't make it any worse. Yeah. You know. So <laughs> I'm okay. like, yeah, go back to basics. Uh, yeah, I think. I think that's it. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about the present day reboot? Did you know that kick, uh, Kickboxer is being remade and Jean Claude Van Damme is playing the mentor? Yeah, there's there's a lot of them. Like yeah, he's that, not playing he's not playing Kirk Sloan. Well, that comes up playing, right there. Yeah, sounds good. Like mm -hmm. I won't see it. I never really even seen the original Kickboxer. Right, right. But stuff like that that's mm -hmm. awesome. But then when they do stuff like Point Break, right? Where I understand why Point Break the original was so beloved because it was campy, it was weird, it's yeah. awkwardly funny, but it was Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze being served for bank robbers. Mm -hmm. And uh, Keanu's name was Johnny Utah. Johnny yes. Utah. Yeah, it was what it was. You watch the trailer for the Point Break remake. Mm -hmm. All that love, all that like campiness and everything is just sucked right out of it. Oh no! Yeah, because it just seems like. They may have had a script for Triple X, a uh, new Triple X, like another Fast and Furious, and probably some other action movies. And it was like, you know what? Let's just cram those together and see what happens. I don't want to take my 80s movie seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the key thing with Point Break, but the trailer for Point Break is so freaking serious and dreary, and it's just like, I didn't care about the first one. I really don't care about this one. Wow, now I'm going to have to check this out. And... Yeah. and I, you know, everybody's argument is, you know, you pay with your wallet. You pay with your wallet. That doesn't happen. That doesn't work anymore. That's not where we're at anymore. You pay with what you're doing. You pay with how you handle it. Because also, at the end of the day, no, there's no such thing as bad press. So you can go on the internet and you can go, fuck this movie, fuck this studio, fuck this person, fuck this, and fuck that. And you're bringing fuck that. people's attention all you're to doing, it. Yeah, all you're doing is drawing attention. And then... If enough of you guys all get together and rise up against it, now real news outlets now get to go, hey, look, these people are raging over this remake, but let's focus on the remake. They're not going to care about you. You're just a, you're just a catalyst for them to go, oh, hey, by the way, this is happening. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if there was, um, I want, like I said, I personally loved it because that's me. But I wonder if the internet was around and there was all this rage on Ghostbusters 2... Would people have been more drawn to it 
because of all the rage, and would the movie have been uh, fared better? Well, that kind of makes me wonder, and I think that leads into a whole... A whole different conversation. A whole different episode is just, yeah. what if the internet was around, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I think that is definitely an episode we can th- th- do. That's probably one to think Take about. And I would like to be on that episode, too, because I was a, li- I was a library aide, and I did everything in the library because that's where I you know got all my you information. Right. You know, and I ate it, and I know the Dewey Decimal System. I know right. about card catalogs and, 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 and you know... And all of the magazines. I was the guy who used to take the fucking newspaper and unfold it and stick it on that weird oh, thing, that little thing with turnstiles that I always wanted to smack someone turn in the head styles, like Tommy right, Dreamer. Yeah. You know, I was just like, I did that, you know, oh. and now it's like, oh, what's going on in the news? Google.com or well, Huff Post. Well, Huff we'll, Post. we'll put a pin on that one because we need to. Because oh, yeah. there's some past Periodicals, there you go. There's yeah. some past stuff we need to, like, like yeah. you said. What if the internet was around when Ghostbusters 2? Would everybody have been like, what, 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 what movies have, would certain things have fared better if the internet was exactly. around? Yeah. That, that's an episode. That, I mean, I think the internet is what drives things like paranormal activity and stuff like yeah, that. Which yeah. is good. The first one, yes. Okay. But also, too, you see the new trailers and everything. At least they're keeping it. The internet. So the same? The exact, the, exactly well, but the same? At least interesting. I think the best way to describe what the internet is at this point is the internet is like that really 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 like beyond a fucking 10 hot girl that you get to fuck <laughs> but then you get an STD afterwards oh, it's geez. the most beautiful torturous thing ever like the internet is beautiful the internet is great the internet is amazing but it's also the but most it makes dreary. me burn when I pee yeah you know it's, it's the most it brings out the diabolical the, the internet is like that frat house that throws the most amazing parties but is the most disgusting place on the inside. Yeah. And you're dealing with like the worst people on the fucking inside. But god damn it if there isn't an open basically, bar. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> as long as you could, if you could walk into the internet, you'd have an itchy crotch as soon as you walk in. Oh, jeez. Oh, but you would know where everything is. Yeah. You know? and, or uh, you could find somebody to tell you. And also the internet likes freaking shit. Exactly. <laughs> but I think my official stance on reboots is this. They're going to happen whether you like them or not, so stop caring about them and focus your attention on something else because yeah. you've only got so many years in this world, do you really want to waste it caring about people who don't care about you? Exactly. You you enjoy enjoy art. Yeah. Enjoy the art you can do. Yeah. And I stand with you on that. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else to say before we jumped into the future of reboots? Not not, not saying a thing. <laughs> no, no, but do you... No, no, uh, no, I'm good. Okay. So, we looked at the past... We looked up the present, and with the internet world we're living in, which is perfect, your internet rant leads right into it. That was mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. The future of reboots, because now they're rebooting TV. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're getting X-Files is returning. That's right. Because that's a reboot. That's technically a reboot. It is. No. Uh, no, it, that's a reboot. Is, uh, the no. re- re- restarting, rebooting the show. Because okay. it's not a sequel. At least six episodes... It's like a miniseries. Yeah, but is it? Tech- it's not really a reboot or a remake. Because Actually, it's, it's a sequel. It's a sequel. It's a sequel. No, it's a continuation. A sequel. Okay, now we're splitting fucking hairs. Yeah. yeah, we are. Well, it, that's what I'm talking about. You remember a short amount of time? It hasn't been a short amount of time. The last actual episode aired in 2000, uh, 2002. God, I feel old. But yeah. that's the whole it thing, It aired too. in 2002, and the last movie, which a lot of people... <laughs> terrible delivery was 2009. Yeah. Still, not a short enough... Uh, time it's That's been seven true, years, so it's yeah, a sequel, in, dude. Uh, media bastardization. I know reboot, jumpstart. Yeah, you know. twenty four got the treatment. Right, they're doing that again soon, possibly mm-hmm. without Kiefer. Well, then why bother? I, his name sounds so weird if you don't say both of them. Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland. If you don't say Kiefer. Hey, Kiefer. Hey, Kiefer. Yeah, Kiefer sounds weird. Kiefer Sutherland doesn't sound so it's weird. Like, yeah. well, you but know, Kiefer sounds fucking weird. As shit. I know it does. Maybe that's why I think I think most of his friends they probably call him Keith. Like yeah. Keith. Hey, Keith. Hey Keith, how you doing? Or hey, you fucker. So Keith. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, uh, no, I'll just call him David. Yeah. From Lost. <laughs> and then um, Full House. Right. Getting Fuller House. Mm-hmm. And that falls under the sh- the period of time. It's technically a sequel, but yeah, it's being used. It, it's the reboot bastardization is. Odd being couple used. got rebooted. Yeah. Did and you? Then, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Odd Couple did get rebooted, didn't it? Yeah, it was um, weird. Matthew Perry, Thomas Lennon. Yeah, yeah. that's that's oh. interesting. Two people that have shows canceled before they can get them started. Sometimes. 
Oh, well, really? I thought friend. Oh, you mean our couple got canceled? No, uh, every no, show. Both, both, both oh. Matthew Perry and Thomas Lana have shows that had gone to six, had gotten a pilot, then had gotten six episode season order, and, and then got canceled, canceled before the other six episodes even yeah. came out. Oh crap! Okay, yeah. thanks for clearing this that up. This is for their me. like first show in a while since that's Friends. actually stuck. Yeah, that's stuck. Especially Matthew Perry. Thomas Lennon's had some stuff stick, you yeah. know, with Reno, and then. His all his bit parts in movies, you yeah. know that he did, and then he's still really big in the improv world. But uh, he's a producer also of Batman Night. Right. You guys really need to check out the unauthorized uh, documentary or filmography of um, oh god, what is it? I think it's un oh undoc uh, un <laughs> unofficial biopic of uh, Full House. Oh, I saw the cast. Oh god, that was funny. It reminds me of the Brady Bunch one that they did. I know those things are Kay- those are terrible. But they're they're almost laughing yeah, with John Stamos going, "Can we get this kid to stop shitting on Q?" I mean, <laughs> well, I've seen pictures of this and the terrible. Him it's just like the Bob Saget and Dave Coulier impression. And you know, so Bob just... Saget with a sense of humor, Bob Saget, Dave Coulier, and John Stamos have—they're probably like. We would have done it even a lot better. Oh, exactly! But I'm pretty sure they're rolling because that's it's like it's like this is not how it happened. Yeah, it's all overly dramatized. It looks like something that it's a lifetime movie. It is, I know, but it's it literally lo- a lifetime I, movie. I know, I know, but it's but just those, it, it's a joke, man. It, it's it's weird the, t- the the TV world, the reboots and everything. Like we're talking about Westworld is yeah. being a TV reboot, Married with Children. Mm-hmm. It's like where the fuck is it going to stop? And it's like how you talked about. I'll tell you like, exactly where it's going to stop. It's going to stop at books. Rebooting books. You're not. They're never going to reboot a book. Honestly, I can see them rebooting books. Oh wait, no, 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 guys, they've already rebooted books. First, Dracula became a film. Then it got rebooted. And da, 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 da. No, 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 but they, will, they, they, won't, take a, they won't take a book for a book. Oh, a book for a book. Well, yeah, there's they, a bunch of versions of the Bible. Well, well, I good because be one Twilight Saga is enough. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like the Bible is just an ongoing open letter. So yeah. people are like, "Oh, hey, we found a new book." Because apparently, when God wrote the Bible, He went spread. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just need an RSS feed from God. God just needs to give me an RSS feed. I can throw it up on my Yahoo. You know, I could just get the new chapters as they come. Can I do a season pass subscription to the Bible and I just get the new one downloaded to my iPad whenever it comes out? Because I'm getting really sick of having to track these down. You gave your uh, two cents about the reboots. We I gave my yeah, my two cents on the official stance on reboots. Yeah, and I, I of, and, then, and then I say for future reboots, I think they'll stop at I think they'll stop at stop at books, books stop at books. Yeah, because you know, they can't stop at music because songs get remade every fucking yeah. day. Yeah, honestly, I could see it's really dependent on who, what book somebody would step up to to be like, no, let's do this. I, I wouldn't disqualify seeing somebody rebooting some random classic at first, maybe, and then it kind of just has a trickle. Well, there you go. Let's uh, how about we uh, start with uh, Aragon all over again, and then it's time to do all of the books. Yeah, I mean, but um, I guess to wrap up my side of it, I'm we've kind of said what we wanted to say, or it's just like it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's just we can only hope that they don't just go mindless with it. Yeah, where it's just like even if you're not doing anything towards the original or just doing the trickles of the original, just make it worth it. Yeah. Don't make us just go, eh, okay, whatever. Blow off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because apathy is the worst thing to happen to creativity. Yeah. Mic drop. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Well, uh, the only thing I can really say about reboots is um, I think uh, I think they're fine until they reboot something I hold really dear to my heart. Uh, but no, uh, <laughs> no, no. But okay, but at the... But at no, the, no, no, I'm kidding, yeah. Well, I want to I I take like a, like a quick two-minute back and forth with you on this Sure, one. sure. Really like, like, a, like, like a thing. Sure. Does it matter? Not really. Okay. Not really. Do you feel that it... Okay, here is a very interesting thought process that I don't think people are taking into account, especially sure. with Ghostbusters. Sure, sure. Don't you think that it is a good way to open the door to get the younger generation to see Ghostbusters? Oh, absolutely, which is why I uh, so, see... I thought you guys were talking about Sex in the City. Oh, God. Man, I just want to bang that horse mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a hammer. Go ahead. At the end of the day... Yeah. Do you really think that it is as bad as your brain is telling you? Not really. Because um, the movie's kind of gotten a pass for me because it has opened doors. Okay. Uh, as in, open the doors uh, to like uh, what I'll be covering on the Ectopod really soon. Right. So, um, well, I, I, I had made peace with it, but I wanted to give you a legitimate. What you know, I want to know is, it's like, is it's like you know that was you know like I said. Oh, go ahead. 
Will you go in objectively? Um. Oh, you mean um. Will you go into this movie with with the the rose colored glasses? Not rose colored glasses. Will you go into this movie not automatically wanting to hate it? Oh, open-minded. Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So if the movie is good, you will you won't just automatically hate it because. Oh, the okay. thing is, I got I got uh, how, how can I best put this? I want to like it. Okay. I want it as long as you want to like the, it. The way I, the way I uh, the best way I could say it, Doug, is I want to eat crow. I want to eat crow so bad. I really do. Yeah. Anything negative that I had said about it in the past. Yeah. I want to eat my words. Okay. I, I just I, I'm going in hoping to eat my words. Okay, cool. And that's that, that, that and that's that's kind of the best attitude yeah. I could I could go. It's and like, since I'm not able to make it onto the ectopod for for this foreseeable future, oh, I got man. you here. I wanted to ask that. Oh, I, I, I'm I'm glad. I wanted to tell yeah. you about it too. But I'm going to go in kind of like uh, objectively, just like I did with uh, 2007's uh, Transformers. A lot of people hated that movie, but. I know. Ah, see, there you go. I'm raising my hand. Yeah, yeah. D- Doug's one of the people that's raising it. But <laughs> Fuck it, Megan see, Fox doesn't deserve audio from me. Oh, no. Exactly. But I enjoyed the shitty movie. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, uh, I'm, uh, I that's guess I'm a marketing whore. cover, though. What's that? Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Oh, that's right. That that I'm, nope. Oh, you don't like it? I'm not talking about it. Oh! You don't like it? Nope, it's not that. Oh. It's not It's not that at all. Oh, my God, I'm really it, curious about it. It is really not that at all. Well, we're intrigued, so you gotta say it now. Oh, Doug, you, you can't leave me hanging. I buddy. reserve my right to, to not say anything. Fucking <laughs> rage out on that. You want to know why? Yes, yes, go ahead. Because I think it is going to be amazing. I think it is going to be well. I think that that show is going to suffer from fandom repercussions. That people are going to hate it. People are going to backlash on it and find ways to hate it and it's going to tank the fucking show. Oh no. But I feel like that that fucking deserves it because their studios have thrown money Mm -hmm. at Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell to come back together Mm -hmm. and to do something and they didn't. They waited and they waited and they waited and then they did this Evil Dead remake which I thought was good while we're on the subject of No, no, I enjoyed that. I thought the Evil Dead remake was good and I thought it was really good because I was also drunk. It was awesome. (laughs) We had drank in the car before we actually... It was like 104th proof vodka. Yeah, it was awesome and it made it really good. It made it good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Sam Raimi was involved in that. He produced. He produced. But he still had decisions to make. So did Bruce Campbell. So did Bruce Campbell. Then they got to do this show the way that they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And because everybody's like, blah, 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 I feel like a lot of people are going to cause repercussions on this well, show. And I'm going to be mm-hmm. fucking pissed mm-hmm. if the show is good and then gets canceled after six episodes. Well, the the good thing about it is, one, it's on the cable network. It's on Stars. stars. So they're yeah. more prone Which to... Which I don't have. I got it back. <laughs> That's okay. I'm going to get the DVD when the entire season gets released. Yeah. I mean... But, um... But, but also too, it's on Stars, so they're going to give it a shot. They're, it's very rare for one for Stars. Yeah. Stars is one of those networks. Look at Spartacus. That thing was weird as fuck. Yeah. But they and they let it fly until unfortunately Spartacus died. Mm-hmm. And they still let it fly. Yeah. yeah. But it we just kind of just lost steam. It did. But um, when I was writing the write up for the Ash versus the Evil Dead trailer for NoWayCalifornia.com, um, I read some comments that uh, Sam Raimi was making about it because they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. A full blown sequel for it, but it just was like studio wise, it wasn't in the cards. It, it mm-hmm. basically getting to the point of the series was going to allow them to do what they wanted yeah. without having the studio piss and moan if the opening weekend was crap or they got like a huge opening weekend and it kind of trailed off. They wouldn't have the studio going like, "Well, y- y- your numbers were bad." No, they can just go, "Here's the season." Boom, we can do what we want. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of the key thing Sam Raimi said about it, was just like, this is the better of two goods. That's like, cool. We could do the full-blown, yeah. but it also is in the cards, too, still, to have... Another movie. Have another movie where Mia and Ash team or, up. To, to team up, because it's uh, clear that, it, that Evil Dead was kind of a sequel in disguise, especially yeah. with the tongue-in-cheek Steve. groovy at the very end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, why else have Ash there? Yeah, you know. So, but also too, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are those type of people. Go, let's just throw Bruce in there, just real quick. Well, that was just cool. <laughs> no, that was the saving grace for me. Yeah. So, I've I've come to a realization on something, and I think this will wrap us up. Okay. Yeah. I listen to the show, you know, as I do, and you guys are really good about your segues. And you guys are really good about transitioning. You guys are really good about wrapping things up when you say you're going to wrap up. 
I don't think there's been an episode on this show that I have ever come on where we go, okay, we're going to wrap it up, that we don't immediately go off on some fucking tangent afterwards. <laughs> we just went 15 minutes on this, I know. and we just said we were going to wrap it up. Well, that's Sorry, guys, I tanked the fucking show. No, no, don't. I don't tank the show in a bad way. I just go, oh, hey, there's a track. No, there's not. We're going this direction. Basically, I drive this fucking car. The thing is, around, Doug, apparently. I really wanted to hear uh, hear your view on it, and I really appreciate I, it. Basically, I, like, I, for it. I want... I want, even if it's a bunch of fucking remakes, I don't want the movie industry to go away. Which, piracy is making that kind of happen. So if I have to take 15 fucking years of shitty reboots and shitty remakes and just crap thrown in my face to win, it's going to save the industry for a long time, that's fine. I will take the Ace of Base and the fucking Smash Mouths of movies for the next 15 fucking years to keep the industry alive. Because hopefully in 15 years, we've got people like fucking... You know, Max Landis and mm. fucking uh, Mel Brooks. Uh, what's Mel Brooks? Is Max Brooks. Max Brooks. You know, we got guys like that. Josh Trank. We get all of these. You know, guys coming in who are these 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 talented fucking filmmakers coming in and kicking the fucking door down of Hollywood and going, "Hey, I made your fucking reboot. Let me do something now." And then they make the most amazing pieces of art ever. And then I can go, "Hey, you guys remember 15 years ago when we had reboots for a long time? Didn't that suck? But hey, it kept us going, didn't it?" Yeah, exactly. And basically, to kind of reiterate something I did say earlier, is like we need another indie revolution. Yeah. There you go. I yeah. mean, reboots are just the methadone of movies. Yeah. That's all it is. It's keeping something in the vein to allow us to continue our addiction until we get the better drug. So. Well, that wraps it up. This has been our fourth year episode, our anniversary episode, our beginning of our fifth year. Everything I probably said about multiple times. Auditory times. jerk offs. Auditory jerk offs. <laughs> I'm not going through it. I'm literally just gonna say. Jerking. Yeah, but you look like you're milking a cow. Auditory, auditory jerk off. But yeah. also, too, uh, and I'm reiterating something here where it's like, honestly, if it wasn't for the guys I'm sitting here with, uh, the guy sitting at home with the newborn and everything, this thing wouldn't be what it is. And no. I know Doug talked about uh, he won't really be around in the seeable, seeable future. Mm-hmm. We're going to work him in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got your mind. I'll, be, I'll still be here in spirit. I'll, I'll mod in, but, yeah. you know, I got I, I got to move. Yeah, you, you gotta do what you have to do. So, but also too, you're talking about how you like you're the one that diverts everything. Honestly, yeah. if there was like a nowhere like state, there would be the freaking pilot uh, freeway. Because, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's what it usually is when you're here. It's like we jump on that freeway, we go everywhere and anywhere, and yeah. it's always fucking awesome. I'm a four lane freeway with no painted lines. We'll just go wherever the fuck. Yeah. We always reference you if yeah. you're not here. Yeah. <laughs> So that's my last. Like I need Doug here, back me up because you're being a shit, you know. So you know, or vice versa. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So we always just need somebody defending each other. Exactly. Josh, you're being too mean. I need Nick or Doug. (laughs) Bill, you're being a dick. We need Nick or Doug. Yeah, you're not Yeah, but yeah, I've said the sappy shit. So let's get into some dick and fart jokes. Sounds good to me. We're gonna attempt a new game. We've had our ups and downs with new games. Oh yeah. And this one I think could be interesting. It's probably going to take a lot of editing because we're probably going to have some brain waves where you have to... Oh, you're just going to edit out mine because you're not going to like them. Dude, <laughs> trust me. When I sit and edit, okay. I'm usually taking my shit out. All right. I'm just making sure. If you listen back to... Just lately you've been writing me so hard, okay? Well, no. Honestly, you look back at past episodes... Mm-hmm. Game wise and everything, it's mostly you. I, I just I, whenever I edit my own stuff, I just take stuff from other episodes and splice more of myself. In. <laughs> no, there you go. Because you know I'm such a fucking like sadist. That I'm just like I'm gonna torture myself more by hearing my own voice. <laughs> See, I went, I went different. People thought I was all arrogant. I was like, no. But we said it before. You have a sexy voice. Oh. I do have a sexy. Voice. Yes, you do. You know what? And since we uh, recalled your uh, sexy voice, how about you give everybody the name of this game? The game is called I'm Too Adjective for This Now. Oh, I love oh, that. I just came. Oh, that, that just seemed awesome. like an awkward uh, Sesame Street. That was an awesome <laughs> Barry White there. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> Barry White the puppet. I'm going to need to throw some box. Yeah, a little bit of porn music underneath. Oh, yeah, and hear that. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this game is called this. I'm too adjective. Mm. There we go. Let's get that. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we get go. That. We're going to try this again. We're going to okay. put the music underneath this. Yeah. Mm. But you got to leave all this in the build up. Oh, yeah. Yes, the build up. Right, yeah. yeah, baby. This game is called I'm too adjective for this now.
Sugar. <laughs> and if you guys haven't noticed, at least through the newest uh, Why Nots, I've learned how to rip audio from YouTube, so we're going to mix it up a little bit. You won't really get too much of a mix-up on Nowhere, because I like our music for Nowhere. I like our catalog of music. Yeah. But why not? It's going to explode now. So oh, excellent. And stuff like that. I like that. But anyways, the game is... I'm too adjective for this now. <laughs> and if you don't know grammar, that's basically what you're looking at. Yeah, exactly. The, the, we'll, we'll throw out the Danny Glover's favorite. Yeah, yes. it's in the vein of Danny Glover's. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. Which I think we could because there's all there's planking and owling and all this stuff. We could just call this Danny Glovering. We call yeah. it Glovering. Yeah. It's yeah, Glovering. We're Glovering. That's what so we're So the title of the game right now is Glovering. Oh no. The, uh, the title uh, for this game now I want some more sexy okay. voice. Oh title <laughs> the sexy voice. The title for this game is I'm too adjective for this now. But after this episode it's gonna be called Glovering. Glovering. There you go. <laughs> so here we go. Like like most of our games, I ripped it off from At Midnight. One of the examples from the game they played was I'm Getting Too Horny for This Funeral. Okay. So to start it off, let's let Doug go. <laughs> okay. I am too moist for this little affair. <laughs> I'm too graceful for this ballet. I'm too full for this uh, bulimic clinic. <laughs> I need to go dark. <laughs> I'm too big for this condom. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm too itchy for this lotion factory. You didn't say it had to be true. It just had to be an adjective and a noun, you prick. I'm too gullible for this game. I'm too smooth for this church. I'm too boring for this stage. I'm too shiny for this polish. I'm too awkward for this orgy. I'm too agreeable for this orgy. <laughs> I'm too flaccid for this orgy. <laughs> I think we found our... <laughs> orgy. I, I think we found our uh, slip and slide. There you oh. go. <laughs> I'm too dapper for this nudist colony. I'm too hairy for this nudist colony. <laughs> I'm too well hung for this new <laughs> nudist colony. I'm too aroused for this family reunion. I'm too hasty for this suicide. I'm too scared for this house. <laughs> I'm too limp for this orgy. <laughs> I said flaccid, though. I said flaccid. I, it's another adjective. Yeah, <laughs> limp, it, limp is a little funnier because it's only one word. That's true. I'm too limp. I'm too tense for this jail cell. I'm too organic for this barbecue. I'm too hard for this gateway. I'm too tight for this gangbang. <laughs> I'm too loose for this gangbang. I'm too kosher for this pickle. You're too kosher for the ham. Or pickle. Ham. Pickles are kosher, too. I didn't know pickles were kosher. Locked down the market. Oh, I see. Yeah. My bad. I'm too well off for this soup kitchen. Oh, kosher pickles. Yeah. And going ham would be too easy. All right. Uh... Oh, I've, uh, I'm too easy for this balloon. I'm too itchy for this marriage. I'm too remorseful for this marriage. <laughs> I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave me. And that ends it. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that, is. that ends it. All right. I think it was a good game, though. I thought so. It, 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 it could be a new poop shoot. Uh -huh. So this has been Josh. This has been Phil. And this has been Doug. And I just want to say, I love you guys, and I miss you when I'm gone, but I will mod in when I can. Until then, stay sexy. I kind of got a chubby there. <laughs> I'm too sexy for this podcast. Yeah. I'm too sexy for this pod. <laughs> <laughs>